Mark and I recently went to New Orleans, and we did one of those two-hour sunset riverboat cruises. We love to do those kind of cruisy things. It was late spring, and the water was very high. I guess all the winter snow was melting, and it was winding its way down to the southern part of the United States, down the Mare Mississippi, and it was flowing through New Orleans. The current was strong. It was strong enough where you could see it. So we boarded this steam-driven paddle boat, which, little fun fact here, it's one of the only two of its kind in the United States. And so we headed downstream. With little or no effort, the boat merged into the center of the river and the current took it from there. It was a gorgeous night. We had a glass of wine, the wind in our face, and the setting sun in the sky. It was really beautiful. And we just sat there and watched the shore and the sights go by. About 30 minutes into the trip, the boat turned around and we headed back up the river. This time we were on the side where we could see New Orleans and the view was equally as beautiful. But this leg of the trip took the remaining hour and a half. It took three times as long to go the same distance when we were headed against the current. It also took a whole lot more effort on the part of the engine to get back, or I'm assuming you could hear it. The first part of the trip, we were in flow with the current, and the latter part of the trip, we were paddling upstream, and we weren't getting anywhere quickly and without a lot of effort. In today's podcast, I'm going to share with you my thoughts about how we could stop fighting against the current and rather turn ourselves around and start going with the flow. Hi there, I'm Sherry Honeycutt from Life by Design, and I'm so excited about this podcast, but more importantly, that you have decided to take a listen today. On this podcast, I share with you thoughts and tips and strategies for creating the beautiful life that you've always intended. If you ever get up some days and wonder, oh my goodness, is this as good as it's going to get? I promise that what you gain from listening to me every week for 10 to 15 minutes will work faster than therapy, be more permanent than plastic surgery, and way more satisfying than a mindless shopping trip to Target. I chat about ways for you to design your beautiful life, both inside and out. You can learn more about me at sherryhoneycutt.com, C-H-E-R-I-H-O-N-E-Y-C-U-T-T, or you can click below. So grab a cup of coffee or tea, and let's get started clearing your mind, clearing the clutter, and clearing a path to the life you've always intended. Well, we new agey kind of people like to say, go with the flow, man. (laughs) But what does that really mean? What does it really mean? Well, when I talk about flow, I think of living a life that goes with the current where all the things that I want are waiting for me downstream and I can get there easily and effortlessly if I just lean into the current. It means that nothing upstream is an option for me. Nothing back there upstream is an option. To me, just like I described earlier about the boat in New Orleans, it means to be going with the current of life. But how do you know when you're in flow? Well, it's pretty simple. Here it is. Things are easier. (laughs) You're not striving and struggling and reaching and longing. All these kinds of feelings come when we're aiming for things that are upstream. 
Instead, when we're in flow, we generally have feelings that are that we would call more positive feelings. We're excited, we're confident, we're relaxed, we're serene. In a practical way, there are just fewer crises. There are fewer sleepless nights or fewer disagreements, even less illnesses, maybe even fewer bounced checks. <laughs> when you're in the flow and you're headed downstream, you have more clarity about things. And oh, that's my favorite. I crave clarity. I think your hair even looks better and maybe you have less wrinkles. <laughs> if only. But but seriously, when we step into the current of life and are going downstream, all of the things in our life go smoother. I didn't say they were all easy. I didn't say they were all perfect. I just said they go smoother. So before I go further here, it may be best to talk about what it feels like to go against the flow. It might make going with the flow be a little bit clearer. So what does it mean to go against the flow? Like I said earlier, you struggle and you strain and you reach. Imagine you're in a canoe and you're trying to go upstream. First of all, you have to constantly paddle the boat or you'll be going backwards. So your energy and your effort must be constant. You pull your arms in for just a few minutes simply to take a break and you lose all your good work. When you're going against the flow, the same thing can happen in your life. Now, sidebar here, I'm not talking about just agreeing with everything so that you don't make waves. Did you see what I did there? Little joke, waves. Anyway, that's another issue. What I'm talking about is deliberately or by default, not living a life in an easier manner. Having what I call upstream thoughts or behaviors. So here's some examples of an upstream upstream behavior. So let's say you drive all over town to pay your creditors uh, in person versus paying online. Now, I'm, I'm not judging whether or not this is a good or bad idea. I'm just using this as an example. So every 30 days, you have to get in your car and drive all over town and write checks or take in your credit card or whatever and hand deliver payments versus 10 minutes with online banking. A few clicks and you're done. One is more downstream behavior, easier, smoother, and one is more upstream. You know, there's traffic and there's cars and all that. So you kind of get the picture. So let me give you a few more examples. Here's a doozy. Refusing to change your mind when you have evidence that you might have been wrong earlier. That's sort of an upstream behavior. You're constantly having to re to relook at things and not acknowledge what's right in front of you. That is an upstream behavior. What about this one? Doing everything yourself because pride won't allow you to ask for help. Ah, pride is an upstream behavior, not asking for help. Asking for help, obviously, is a downstream behavior. Walking around clutter every day instead of dealing with it. Upstream behavior. Walking over it, stepping over it, ignoring it. Upstream behavior. Here's another one. Refusing to accept something as a fact when it's right there in front of you. For example, your husband wants a divorce. That's a fact. You're not supermodel thin. That may be a fact. You're unhappy in your job. That may be a fact. But refusing to accept something that's a truth is an upstream behavior. Basically, stubbornness, denial, procrastination are all upstream behaviors. 
But the biggest example of not living in the flow, to me, is not listening to, or worse yet, ignoring your intuition. Not listening to or ignoring your intuition is an upstream behavior. I believe that our higher selves, our best and wisest parts of us, which we all have, want us to be in the flow. We naturally want to be going downstream with ease in our natural states. We naturally want a life where we don't struggle and strive. It's our egos and frankly, our conditioning and a society that rewards sort of struggling and striving and maybe even the shadow parts of us who just don't pay attention to the wise parts of ourselves and we keep making things hard. Upstream living often means we go along with ideas and actions that aren't even good for us, actions that we know should be different, thoughts that don't serve us, behaviors that don't serve us. In many cases, we don't even know where these ideas came from. All of this making our life more challenging. And weird, it's weird, but we think we're going with the flow, but actually all those negative feelings and thoughts and behaviors are upstream. We ignore our inspirations and our hunches and the pings we get about life. I know I should really quit hanging out with so-and-so because she is just so negative, but ping, you got a hunch. My job is so boring and I'm not very challenged. Maybe I should look for a new one. Ping. I wonder what it would be like to take a pottery class. Ping. All of those thoughts are hunches and nudges from spirit to my way of thinking, hoping to get your attention and turn you around so you can float downstream. The quickest way to be in the flow is to genuinely ask yourself, what do I really want right now? Or maybe the question is, what is the right thing to do in this situation? So we ask the right questions of ourselves and then we listen for the answer. Really, really, really listen for the answer. Sometimes this means abandoning what you thought you should do. More times than not, when you really listen, you'll be guided toward downstream actions or thoughts rather than the more difficult upstream actions. This happens for me all the time. I'm going upstream and then if I really ask something and listen, I'll be guided to something that's actually more downstream and easier because it might seem more and it might even seem more difficult in the moment to choose this new behavior, but downstream actions ultimately are easier and get us where we want to be much faster and with a lot less effort. Several years ago, when I was working very hard to build my motivational speaking business, I did a lot of upstream actions. I was constantly watching other people and doing what they were doing. Well, listen, watching and emulating other people is not inherently a bad idea. In fact, it's great unless the things they're doing and and I'm trying to replicate aren't in alignment with who you are. If I was doing them, but they weren't in alignment with who I was, it didn't really work. They were upstream behaviors. I spent so much energy trying to make videos like everyone else and follow sales scripts like everyone else. The way I was showing up was to do very, do a whole lot of upstream actions. Plus I was having upstream thoughts and beliefs. I was an exhausted, demotivated, uninspired, motivational speaker. Not a high demand for those kind of speakers. You can imagine the results I produced. 
Well, this time with Life by Design, I'm doing things very differently. You can learn new tricks. I'm very clearly asking myself, how do I want my current coaching business, my current consulting business to unfold? What are some downstream actions I can take? Another way to put this is what is fun and easy way for me to reach my goal? In this case, an example is doing this podcast. This podcast is a downstream action for me. I love to talk. I love to make memes. It's, you know, it's easy. It's fun. And so this is a downstream behavior. And there are a million things I could do right now to build life by design. All of them might be a great idea, but they're not all for me. Some are upstream actions and some are downstream actions. And I'm doing my dead level best to choose the downstream actions to be in the flow. While you've been listening to this, I bet you've had a ping or two about upstream behaviors and thoughts that you have. Actions that are taking way too much energy and not giving you the results that you want. I bet you can point to upstream behaviors and thoughts you're doing right now. So imagine for a minute that you're in a canoe with that particular behavior or thought. Let's have that thought or behavior actually be sitting with you in a canoe. It's weird, but just go with this. Now ask yourself, what is this behavior or thought trying to accomplish? What's the real goal here? Is it to make you healthier? Is it to earn more money, keep peace in the family? You know, what is this thing that you're trying to do? And but what's its ultimate goal? Now ask yourself, what could I do that is more fun or easier or in flow that would accomplish the same thing? As different ideas pop into your head, imagine that the canoe either stays pointing upstream or it begins to turn around and head downstream. Kind of use this image of the canoe like as a dowsing rod. As you think about a new and different thoughts or the behaviors that you can take, does your canoe point upstream or does it head downstream? Upstream or downstream? If you do this often enough, really asking yourself the question, identifying what the goal is of your upstream behavior, asking yourself the question of what can I, what else could I do that would accomplish the same thing, you'll begin to have a way to, you know, figure out whether this is upstream or downstream. You'll begin to see the signs that you're metaphorically paddling really hard and fast and not getting anywhere or you're effortlessly making your way to the outcome you really want. You'll be in flow and it feels great. Thank you so much for taking time to listen to this podcast today. And I hope you've at least found a pearl or two that you can implement right now. And if you really need some help figuring out how to go in the flow, I hope you'll be in touch with me. I do coaching. I have coaching packages, a whole lot of resources you can find at my website. If I've brought you something positive with this podcast, I'd love for you to subscribe and please tell others it's how I get to do my work in the world. So pass me around. But more importantly, I want you to remember this. You can have a beautiful life. You just have to clear your mind, clear your clutter, so you can clear a path to the life you've always intended. Until next time.